so much for checking out our podcast coming up on the show today there's a new way to break up with someone if you have some breaking up to do you got to listen this is sort of how kim and pete are breaking up it's very interesting plus how comfortable are you alone with your thoughts a shocking new study was done but first there's a new thing that we're all being judged on perfect because we don't have enough going on take a listen holly and nira virgin radio all right we're being judged on something new oh perfect because we don't have enough stuff going on right now and we're not judgy enough. The latest thing that we're being judged on, the color of our coffee. Try my French vanilla beans brew for a limited time, only at Tim's. Seriously, this is a thing. We are being judged on the color of our drinks, specifically coffee and tea. It started in England. Somebody posted a picture of their co-worker's tea. And they were like, look at the color of my coworker's tea. Oh, my God. Look how much milk she puts in her tea. So that I, that was going to be my question. That is what it is. Yeah, The color by, like, you change the color by adding milk or cream or whatever. And I guess that's a thing in England. Like, I know they take their tea very seriously. But, like, my, my mother-in-law is very British. And if I put too much milk in my tea at her house, she's like, oh, look at you drinking baby tea. <laughs> look at your baby tea. I'm like, I like baby tea. I Just, want. like, straight judging. I for guess sure. so. Yes, it's like a thing. So then this woman in England posted this picture of this, I guess it is baby tea, like very weak tea, like too much milk, like ugh. And then since then, the internet's gone crazy. The judgments have been flying and now people are shaming and judging other people based on the color of their coffee or tea. So, like, for example, if a person orders a coffee and then says he wants oat milk in it, but says he maybe wants a little extra oat milk because that's mm. just how he likes it. Maybe. People people would judge you for something like that. Maybe. And I guess it's like based on the color of the coffee and the tea. Like the other morning, Scott, actually, like you got me a coffee here, which was very kind of you. And you brought it in. And I was like, thanks. And I didn't say anything because you're new and I'm trying to pretend I'm nice. Um... Way too much milk, okay. way too much cream, okay? <laughs> he brought the coffee, and I was like, is that a cup of milk? Like, it was very light-colored. Oh, really? uh, see, you didn't mention anything. You should. <laughs> I wish I'd known, because then the next time I get you a coffee, now I will know better. Right. And clearly, you didn't pick up on my reference that when you have bought me a coffee. Yes, I know. And I'm, I'm, you're like, what would you like in it? And I'm like, oat milk, but a little extra. And you're like, oh, yeah. extra splash yeah. of oat milk. And I'm like, that's how I like it. Also, I'm What's not judging you on the extra splash of oat milk. I'm judging you on the oat milk. Okay, get it. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. There's a new way to break up with somebody. If you think maybe this weekend, unfortunately, you're going to have to do the breaking up, you better take a listen. Welcome to Dumpville. Population, you. <laughs> okay. The new way to break up, and this is kind of what Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are doing. Okay. okay. The new way to break up is called soft launch breakup. Okay, soft launch breakup. Have you heard of a soft launch in a relationship? Like, I've, I'm soft launching our relationship? Well, I've heard of a soft launch, like, for a business, but never for a relationship. Okay, so soft launching a new relationship is when you don't post a picture on Instagram of you and your new person and be like, we're in love. You, like, slowly, you know, they show up in your Instagram stories every once in okay. a while. You post a picture of you and your group and your, your whole friend group, and, like, they're in it, and you tag them, and people are like, oh, I've, I've been noticing he's been in right. her pictures lately. Yes. And you let people put two and two together yes. that you're together, okay? Yep. 
I've seen this. So that's soft launching a relationship. So soft launching your breakup is like the reverse. You slowly get rid of pictures of them on your Instagram instead mm. of like cleaning house. You you slowly change your bio to say like not hearts with at whoever. You like you slowly let people know you're not together anymore versus like abruptly clearly like stop following them, take all the pictures down like where it's like whoa, they definitely broke up. This is more like a a soft launch breakup. Okay, so is it strictly social media or do you do that in person as well where it's like, hey, instead of spending every day together, we're also just going to start spending like, yeah. we're just going to slowly, instead of like rip the band-aid off, you're out of my life, I'm just going to see you a bit less, a bit less, and then none at all. I think in real life, you absolutely break up with the person and okay. it's done. But in, you know, for your friends and your other part of life, like say you were going to a birthday party this week and you're like, yeah, I'll see you there. And they're like, oh, is Jeff coming? You're like, no, I'm going to come solo. And they're like, okay. And then you sort of just leave it at that. Huh. And then you, you slowly do that. And they say Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are doing this sort of sl- soft launch breakup because Kim still has Pete on her Instagram. Right. For now. I see. And he, and vice versa kind of thing. I kind of like it because it if it's like this big dramatic breakup... Everybody talks about it. It's a thing, right? Whereas this is kind of like, you know, it, it doesn't need to be discussed. It it just, it's like... It's done. It's it's done, but you're, it's not going to be this bold, dramatic thing that makes everybody go, what? It's, it's more yeah. so just like casually until that person is just vanished into the ether, you unless, know? Unless, unless you need to send a message. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if they've wronged you and you're like, I need to send a message to stay clear of this man. He did something to me. You can do that easily on social media. Right. Right? You can be the extreme. Unfollow. Take them down. Like, change your profile. I'm single. Like, you can you can do it. Yeah. Post screenshots of your conversations with them. Wow. That Pic- one's heavy. Pictures of them sleeping. <laughs> Go for it. Holly and Nira. And now, Biz with Nira. Nira's off. I'm Holly filling in. We've got a new royal scandal. This time, it's about Kate Middleton's nickname for her husband, Prince William. Kate? Oh, my God. I mean, could you get more posh and proper than the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton? I think not. She does seem to have that air about her, yes. Oh, my God. Well, Kate Middleton's nickname for Prince William is Big Willie. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'd like to applaud your sound effect choice for <laughs> the nickname. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh my lord. I mean it's too much. Oh, for that's me. great. Apparently that's great. apparently Kate Middleton gave Prince William this nickname when they first started dating back in college and it stuck. Oh that I love it because it it kind of like for like we said so posh and prim oh. and proper. It makes her come. It's like she, she's a yes. person. She's a human too. Like I loved her before. Now yeah. I love yeah, yeah. her. Like who are you really? Show me the real you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's someone really fun underneath all that. Totally. Apparently she doesn't call him that anymore. I mean, not publicly. Am I right? right? Yeah, right. come on. It's so good. Kim Kardashian is dealing with her breakup with Pete Davidson in a way that we all have. She's been out partying. She's been out drinking. She was seen dancing and boozing it up at her sister Kylie Jenner's 25th birthday the other night. They had a yacht party. However, Kim cannot hold down the drinks like she used to. She did a shot of tequila and she puked it up. It was embarrassing. 
stars. They're just like us, Scott. It happens to the best of us. Oh, God. Especially near the end of the night. It's like, now we're doing tequila? Totally. Although it is my shot. That's my go-to. I do I do enjoy one or two, maybe maximum four shots of tequila. But yeah. we, all have, we all have a line. Everybody has a line. I like a tequila shot or a Jameson's. Those are like my go. Those are my okay. two. I can't yeah. do like the sweet, like, uh, let's get around no, to no. Burt Reynolds. I'm but, like, I'm going to bar for sure. And that's not the point. The shot is supposed to be like, it's so... Hot, like so much alcohol and so aggressive that you have to do it in one shot and get yeah. it over with. That's yeah. the whole idea. Yeah, it's so intense you need a lime. Yeah. That's what I like. Or a uh, pickle juice. A oh, yeah, side the, pickle the pickleback. Yeah. Oh, those are good too. Yeah. Okay. Ben Affleck has in, he's in no rush to travel again with his new wife, Jennifer Lopez, anytime soon. And is he's blaming the paps, the paparazzi. They were just recently in Paris on their honeymoon, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. And Ben Affleck's like, dude, I I can't. I, I got I got PTSD because the paparazzi were so intense on their honeymoon. He's like, literally, we'd be walking down the street and there'd be people jumping out of bushes at us all the time. Yeah, that would get pretty annoying. Totally. And that's the reason like that they broke up the first time back in 2002. He's like, the world wanted, they were too obsessed with us. The hmm. paparazzi was too relentless. It was dangerous. It was weird. It was too intense. And so he's like, I don't want to go back to that life. Yeah, I, I get that. I mm-hmm. mean, you just want to spend some time with your with your person. But also, bro, like, you're you're famous. You're and super you're, famous. And you're marrying also, like, the other most famous person in the world. Right. What, like, what do you expect? Do yeah. I feel Do I feel bad for him? No. Not really, no. No, I'm not saying feel bad. But they should come to Vancouver. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. We Like, we'll stalk you, but, like, in a cool way. Right. We'll keep our distance. We'll be, like, on the other side of the railing at the patio asking for an autograph. We'll jump out at you, but we will say sorry. <laughs> that's nice. I'm Holly, and that's the biz. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Wake up, wake up. Holly and Nira with another special guest. 94.5 Virgin Radio. Well, believe it or not, back to school is happening sooner than we want, maybe. But it is happening. And forget back to school clothes or shoes. No, no, no. Back to school bedroom trends are all the rage for fall 2022. Home Depot Canada just did a study and found that more than 84% of Canadians aged 18 to 34 spend the most time in their bedroom. So obviously it needs to be dope and trendy. And to help us do that, we're going to talk to Carla Morera, who's joining us this morning. She is the Home Depot Canada Trend and Design Manager. Hi, Carla. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great. Thank you for joining us this morning because we got to stay up on all the trends. We've got to be cool for TikTok, uh, number one. <laughs> and um, we were reading, we learned that the Home Depot Canada did this big study and they found that more than 84% of Canadians aged 18 to 34 spend most of their time in their bedroom. That's right. This generation absolutely loves their bedroom. They spend most of their time there. They have a bigger passion for their bedroom than any other room in the home uh, compared to older generations. That's amazing. And I'll be honest, I have never had a nice bedroom. I still don't. I just, I need to put more effort into my bedroom because it is a place we spend lots of time and it should be a nice, beautiful space. Um, So tell us for back to school, like there's some back to school bedroom trends. What are the biggest ones? One of the biggest trends right now um, is that the younger Canadians, they're getting really creative with their spaces and they're reimagining the fifth wall, also known as the ceiling. 
So from accenting it with decals or even peel and stick wallpaper, it's really drawing the eyes upwards um, and really creating some new interest, especially if they're, you know, in a rented space or a dorm where they can't really go and paint it. Um, this is like a really great way to sort of add interest to their space and pers- and their own personalities. I love those stick-on wallpapers and the stick-on decals. I was just looking at some for my kid's bedroom because they're amazing. And you're right, you can love it for a year and then peel them off and you're good. Exactly. Another big bedroom trend for fall is retro realness. So retro influences are huge. Um, This generation loves bringing in these rich, saturated tones such as oranges, burgundies, like the caramels, really bringing in that earthiness and earth tones. Um, And another reason why they're looking at retro influences is one of them is, you know, money, like they can upcycle a lot of a lot of different items, so they're not buying everything new. And also adding that personality, this generation is not scared to try DIY on their own. They're looking at online for inspiration and social media, and they're like a hands-on sort of generation. Oh, my niece, who's in grade 12, just made her own grad dress. Like, bless this generation. They're so good. Um, Mood and lighting, big for fall as well. Anything like that really brings that sort of personality, like LED string lights, fairy lights, and they can be added to the floor. They can be added to a chair. And then the other one that I absolutely love right now are these circadian lighting. They're like wake-up lamps. They wake you up slowly as opposed to having like this blaring alarm. Um, Gradually, the light goes on as if it was like the sunrise. And they're amazing to create that mood in the room. I love it. And it totally makes sense. It's it's not only your room, it's your, as you said, your reading nook, your yoga place, your Instagram, TikTok background. I mean, it's everything. So thank you so much, Carla Morera, the Home Depot Canada Trend and Design Manager. Super appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. HomeDepot.ca if you need more and have a great day. You too. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How comfortable are you being alone with your thoughts. That's right. Just you and your thoughts. Because 67% of people, 67% of people said they would rather electric shock themselves than be alone with their thoughts for 15 minutes. What? That is a true stat. That sounds insane to me. 67% of people said they would rather mildly electric shock themselves than be alone with their thoughts for 15 minutes or more. Okay, so I have to pause here and think about it because I'm like, oh, I like being alone. I don't mind being alone. But when you say with your thoughts, like you don't have your phone, you don't have Netflix, you don't have like a thing to occupy you, just sit there and think. That's right. Like in a room, just you and your thoughts. They did this as a real study and they set it up. They put you in a room and they were like, here you go. It's just you and your thoughts. No phone, no nothing, no anything. Sit in there and and let's see. And they had a little button where you could shock yourself. (laughs) If if it became Yeah, Yeah. if it became too much, like you needed to distract yourself with something. And 67% of people, you couldn't handle it for more than 50 minutes. They're like, I'm just going to like, wow, more men than women couldn't handle being alone with their thoughts, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. And researchers said, like, if you are the kind of person, which I am, I cannot be alone with my thoughts. It's, I go to like, (laughs) I go to like a pretty dark place. 
I go to like a stress place. Yeah. I start thinking. I overthinking. I'm not like, uh, oh, here we go and look at all the. Let's meditate. I'm. I'm so much gratitude. Like I. I wish I was that person. Yeah. But if you're if you're like me and you cannot be alone with your thoughts, uh, researchers, the experts say you should try meditation. And you should try like chill yoga, like restorative yoga or like yin yoga or something like that. Okay. And because it's all about gaining control of your mind. People who can't be alone with their thoughts need to learn how to steer their thoughts in the right direction. Okay. Okay. Like that you, sounds you have to be impossible. In I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Sounds impossible. Yeah. I, I do meditate. I, like I try to, I do the mindfulness thing, but I don't like sit in a corner and like oh, okay. I don't do that. But so I, like, yeah, b- based I try on to. on therapy, my therapist has recommended to me many times tr- try meditation. Just like be in your head, try it for like four minutes. Yeah, like just be like baby meditation. Okay. Like, beginner meditation. My problem is we have kind of spotty Wi-Fi at my house. Ah. So I, I'll listen, like Apple has like a bunch of guided meditations. I'm like, great, five minutes, but it will cut in and out. And like, I can't, like, yeah. I, I have a hard time focusing enough. And then it's like, now go. Right. I'm like, <laughs> like, I shouldn't be raging at the end of a meditation. No, that feels like the opposite of what the meditation is trying to do to <laughs> you, right? Correct. That's correct. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Enjoy the show live weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio.